them are more than pals Our show can be a little gay But if you're not, that's okay You can listen and have fun either way Xena, Star Wars, Doctor Who Guests and music and reviews Game of Thrones, Winona too She promised there's something for you She nerds out We're girls that like girls That like dirty things Hello and welcome to the She Nerds Out podcast, coming to you live from the surface of the sun. I'm Kat. I'm hot and I'm windy. And I'm melting. <laughs> and I'm Tara. On today's episode, we have some nerd news. We're going to be going down to purgatory. Are we and, already here, uh, I feel like. Yes. That's fair. <laughs> yes, we are living in purgatory. There's 112 today. 112. I live a little bit further north in Santa Clarita, and it was 116 today. That is very, very hot. <sighs> this is Got literally to- my worst weather nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it's not great, guys. It's not great. That makes me angry. That's so a Wendy's just- rant. The weather. <laughs> we could really rant about the weather. Oh, this yeah. whole this whole episode's a rant. <laughs> uh, but first, we're gonna celebrate Zena. Turning 25, of course, we've already started our celebration. We had Mary D uh, the week before, and then we had Zena herself, Lucy Lawless, last yeah. week. That was pretty cool. That was pretty great. If you haven't listened, go back and check it out. Go and check it out. Her, Lucy Lawless, she was <laughs> Zena. She's fun. Yeah, what else do we have coming up for this month of celebrating 25 years of Zena, Cat? Well, we have a very special guest booked, mm-hmm. and... Uh, she is the Gabrielle to Lucy Zena. <laughs> is that None a metaphor, th- or, yeah. or is that a, or that a true statement? <laughs> I think it's well, I think it's both. I don't know. No, you know what? No, whatever's not creepy is okay. The, that's the, the answer. Le- the lesser. The le- <laughs> uh, Renee O'Connor is going to be a guest. Yay! Very excited to talk to Renee, and that's coming in, in a couple of weeks. So stay tuned if you are. Still, you know, basking in the afterglow of the Lucy interview. We have more afterglow coming. I don't know. Does that make sense? <laughs> that could also sound about creepy. creepy. <laughs> Let's just move on from that comment. Uh, so, no, we're going to continue to celebrate all month long. And we got some really great uh, response from our listeners for the Lucy interview. So thank you, guys. Sounds like everybody really enjoyed it. We're very proud of our interview with Lucy. We're going to read some of those in a bit. We were excited, yeah. so I'm glad it came yeah. out. Yeah. So we got emails. We have some Twitter comments. We we reached out on Twitter and we said, uh, you know, before we talk about that, she had walked, one of the most fun moments of that interview was she walked us through her house to show her, to show us one of her favorite pieces of fan, uh, like fan gift, the fan gift. And we didn't actually describe it, what we were looking at in the podcast. <laughs> we were just in awe of walking through Lucy's <laughs> Yeah, we did not do a very good job of uh, audio. Like, That's cool, Lucy. <laughs> and so like, we got what some... What the hell are you looking at? <laughs> exactly. We got some comments just saying that, like, really, guys? Like, what is it? Uh, so hey, we've, now. We've we now were... posted. We were, yeah. we were in shock. Right? Yes, we were. We were. We so were you... full on nerding out. We kind of forgot <laughs> we were recording this. Yeah, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> other people is too. Like, it's oh. been fun talking to Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> so we've actually since then posted what the the photo of what she was showing us is. So if you go to Instagram, Facebook, and the Twitter, you can see what we were seeing, which is this cute little Xena doll. And uh, Lucy was very, very, 
very excited to show that to us. So that was great. So go check that out. So you know what we were looking at. The the picture of her finger covering the camera (laughs) too. (laughs) She was so excitedly telling us about what she was showing us, and then she didn't realize that her finger was covering the camera. (laughs) It's funny. Let's get close up of Lucy's finger. Well, I also want to. I also want to see all of our faces. Like, oh, who's going to tell her that we can't (laughs) see what she's showing? I was confused. Like, I think I just kept expecting her to move the camera, and then finally, Cat. I think you stepped up and said, "Ah, Lucy." Yeah, I think you're blocking the camera. Oh, yeah, I couldn't God. tell it was a finger either. I didn't know. Yeah, I thought Just maybe she'd pink. put her phone down while right. she was getting whatever she yeah. was getting. But mystery solved. Mystery <laughs> solved. So, so go check that out. And then we, we posted on Twitter how, you know, to celebrate the anniversary, how did Xena change your life? And some of you guys responded. Tara, what did some people say? Well, just uh, some of the responses we got. I'm going to do my best to read these screen names. <laughs> At Anastasio. <laughs> Uh, with three, Anabu Weatherspoon said, becoming a leader, being myself, be closer to people I love and dealing with loss is something that Xena helped her with and that she learned from Xena. And Tam Tam at TKO517 said, made me bolder, enriched my life with good friends, friends that are still a part of my life and always will be heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji. Love you, Tammy. Olga, if... (laughs) Ivanova at Olga Olga Va two seven zero one four seven nine one names names are hard. Gave me the courage to come out to my parents with the help of advice from Nut Forum. Nut Forum. Did, were you around for Nut Forum? No, Tara? I don't know what that is. I feel like Nut Forum was a place. There was a lot of active Xena discussion back in the day. Were you in there, Cat? I don't know I don't if re- I ever went in there, but I think it was I don't one of the Nut very Forum. active uh, chat sites in the early Xena days, if I remember right. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Xena discussions happen there. Nice. And Norma Palacios at Norma Palacios forty two writes: It gave me a way to look at the bigger picture and always be your authentic self and to fight for what you believe in. Like uh, rock on emojis after that one. Nice. And at Queen of Cups with a S and a Z and a little bunny and a little bunny. <laughs> uh, it says it introduced me to my soulmate. Whoa. At when fates collide. Look at that. Mm-hmm. Mm. Guys, how did how did Xena change your lives? We've, I guess we've already talked about this, but is there anything well, else here. that you want to... I know there's that. Anything else you want to add to that? List of things that Xena has taught you or done for you? Mm. What did Xena teach you? Don't, uh, don't take it, it too seriously, anything. Don't uh, be afraid to be... To look stupid. <laughs> Or to be, uh, you know, like I said, that's like wacky uh, and just go with it and have fun. You are wacky. I am wacky. You know, <laughs> I think You're one of the, the phrases one. that uh, whack-a-mole that stuck out to me, there was one of the episodes where I don't even remember the context, but she basically said to someone who was bad, like, mm. look, you don't have to be just do good. Like mm-hmm. kind of like just if you want to be good, just start doing good. And I think that phrase stuck with me. I think I said that to my dad once. He's like, nah, that's not true. Like, you can still be bad even though you're doing good. But whatever. Um, which is probably true. But it made me think, you know, just just whatever what you, whatever you've done, just start doing good. Just right. start trying. Just start mm-hmm. being good. And, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have to make it this big, epic thing. Right. You can just, just start. start. Doing good. <laughs> right. yeah. Or you, you could have... You could have done some pretty horrible things. It doesn't mean that you 
you have to be on that path. You can, right. Mm-hmm. You can you can redeem yourself by again. Doing not yes. that redemption is a main as a big theme in Xena. <laughs> and I'm not saying I have a life that needed redeeming. I tried to do the right thing. I haven't always succeeded, but I like that. Like you could just you know what whatever just in anything if even not even bad or good. Just I feel I'm tired of being lazy. You know what? Start not being lazy. Mm-hmm. I don't know or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Easier said than done. Great. Did we read some of the, the uh, emails that we got, guys? Let's let's do that. do that. All right. So we got a, a few emails, and one uh, is a throwback to over a year ago now. But so we'll start with from hey. Kathy Geist. Uh, says, I just listened to your podcast with Lu- Lucy Lawless. She seems like a really nice and down-to-earth person. I was wondering, since they didn't make a movie, can't they show the second ending that they filmed? I read online that they filmed two endings. Hmm. Why can't they show the second ending as a movie for TV? It would make fans happy if they brought Xena back to life. Thank you. Wait, have you heard Did that? They-, they filmed two endings? I did. I don't remember hearing that. I know we filmed two endings for our you know, <laughs> Wicked musical. <laughs> uh, but I... I don't know. I haven't heard that. I Kathy, where did you hear that? Just interested. If you are listening, um, we can look it up. Should yeah, do a campaign. <laughs> yeah. Release I mean, the, what is it? The Tappert cut or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder what the alternate ending. I mean, I'm guessing that Xena doesn't get uh, the Xena lives. Mm-hmm. Maybe. She well, gets okay. Re- I know they, re- they re-edited. Animated. They did re-edit the end because the original airing had... I feel like they like it showed Gabrielle uh, alone on the boat, mm-hmm. and I know they redid it to where the last shot is of Gabrielle with I, I guess the spirit of Zena, but the two of them are together in the last shot as opposed to just Gabrielle on the boat. But I don't know that that was a reshoot more than a re-edit. Um, I don't know if they so- changed anything else, but I do feel like they did re-edit at least the ending to where Gabrielle wasn't alone in the last shot. Is that like after the original airing? Yeah. Because oh. it aired, she was alone. And I think mm-hmm. people are so upset, they actually re-edited. Hmm. Interesting. People were already upset <laughs> before <laughs> this. Before, the first time around. That should have been a sign. <laughs> Let's just keep yeah. it alive. Mm. Uh, well, so, I, yeah. I never forget watching the end and people basically uh, wailing. At, it at the it was it was traumatic. Yeah, let's let's not talk about that. No, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, during our our interview with Lucy Lawless, she mentioned you know I you know I, I asked her what would you what advice would you give your younger self before doing Xena? She said I would have done the movie. Was that on the table? Like well, I was not I wasn't sure what she meant at at, at first. Mm-hmm. Like so there yeah. was supposed to be a movie and she said Nah, I don't want to do it. I guess she I was, yeah. If she would have said yes, it would have moved yeah. forward. I think oh, it was there was Lucy, at least Lucy, at least Lucy. the discussions of doing one, and I can't remember which seasons it was between, like maybe two, three, three, four in there, okay. that range, so maybe not, not after the finale. No, no, no. I think it was um, mm, okay during the filming, which that's why I'm like I understand uh, that was an exhausting series to film, and then sure, when yeah. you had your downtime, I'm sure you wanted your downtime, and I, I, I I'm trying to see where. It was that they wanted to do it. Now they, they did the animated movie, but um, hmm. yeah, I I think they floated the idea out there, and she's like, "Dude, I just can't do it. I'm exhausted." <laughs> and nice. I, looking back, yeah, knowing that I'm sure when you're in the middle of it, it feels like this is going on forever, and Too I much. can't do it. But right, and at that time, she knows there's another season coming. Right, so it's not like it was after the finale, and then you know there wasn't yeah. gonna be anything else. Yeah. 
We got another email from Adam, and he says, Dear podcasters, thank you for your wonderful recent interview with Lucy Flawless Lawless. It was very entertaining. It's nice to see some hardcore nutball Zenites remembering and celebrating the 25th anniversary. It was great to hear Lucy's thoughts on slugs, bidets, and Xena. I can't believe she was almost cast as Winona's mom. Oh, actually, he says mum. So maybe he's from England. I don't know. Australia? Adam, where are you from? Maybe she can (laughs) be cast in a major recurring role in season five. I would be down with that. I would love yeah. that. I'm very curious about when she showed what she showed you from her study. So this was our first indication. We that, apologize. Whoops, we didn't say- <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> so, but he guessed pretty good. He said something with hair and a braid, but with her likeness, a custom Xena doll. He was actually Ex- got it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It must have been special for her to have kept it for all of these years. Thanks again, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Good you guesses. nailed it. Yeah. And so nailed it. <laughs> all right. Now we're going to jump back a little bit. We got an email from Apollonia uh, back in August, and she referenced an episode from last August in 2019. So one of our shows that we did over a year ago, so a lot of you guys are new listeners, so you might not even know that we have been on for that long, but Apollonia does. (laughs) So she writes, and her subject line is code word Indiana Jones. Nice. It says, hey, Kat, Tara, and Wendy, I just recently started listening to your podcast, and I made it to the August 27th, 2019 episode. You guys are hilarious, and I enjoy the Xena episode reviews very much. Also, as a nerd mom with a kid, I appreciate all the news and must have seen you guys bring up. We need to bring that back, guys. That was a good one. Cat, good job introducing them to Bound. Yes, thank you very much. You're welcome. I grew up in Germany watching Xena on my couch on Sunday afternoons in the late 90s, early 2000s. This was popular. Uh, this is a popular movie series from Italy. Uh, or there is a popular movie, movie series from Italy called Fantaguro. I know I'm not saying that right. Eh, That's close. About a princess who becomes the sword-wielding badass. There isn't Mm. any queer representation, but she chops off her hair and saves the prince, which in my book was pretty progressive in the early 90s. Unfortunately, I never understood how big Xena was until the past 10 years, especially the larger queen fan base. Wait, queen? Queer (laughs) fan base. She's a princess. Oh, well, better late than never. Got my tickets to the 25th convention booked, and hopefully I get to see you kick-ass nerd warriors there. (laughs) Keep rocking, and the episode's coming. Apollonia. So Apollonia mentioned our code word that we – in this random episode, we were like, if you tell us, write us, and tell us the code word for this episode. And she's the first person that wrote about that particular episode (laughs) and knew the code word was Indiana Jones. And yeah, at Apollonia. the bottom of her email, she says, P.S., do you guys have any merchandise? And the answer is no, not right this second, but we're working on it. And as soon as we do, Apollonia, we're going to send you a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> You're getting a nice little like, Yeah, prefer like a mouse pad with the Snop logo <laughs> a on onesie? it. A onesie? Yeah, like a, a onesie. Oh, yeah, like a onesie. I don't know how, um, how old your kids are or like your those, kid. Those car sunshades were like all – we're like in your car. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Uh, probably like Redbubble has to offer. So I start thinking about it. But yeah, for we'll sure. We'll get some of that stuff for, for knowing the code word. That yes. is awesome. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. Thanks, Apollonia. So there you go. Emails. Emails. <laughs> what do you think? We love that? them. Keep them coming. So we uh, we are going to talk about some Xena episode lists. Mm, lists. Our friends at Sci-Fi, which they are our friends. We like Sci-Fi for many reasons. 
because uh, it's it's the time of year to be celebrating Xena, they have a couple of lists out of episodes, of top episodes. It's always such a very bold move to declare certain lists, uh, certain episodes better than others. And then we, what we do then is we tear those lists apart <laughs> for our own enjoyment. Uh, so at least we're honest about it. We're not saying we know anything. We just, yeah, no, not, we don't know. Yeah, but. Uh, Cat, I Please. am gonna go first. I want you because to. I forgot. I'm gonna jump back to where I I was originally cutting you off, and then I let you go. Now <laughs> I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna cut you off again. Please, because uh, I want to make sure that we mention that we, we had a big week last week. We were number oh, three. Boy. Oh boy! In Bulgaria. That's right. Number seventy four on in the U.S. Right. That is correct for TV and film uh, themed podcasts. And number three in Bulgaria. Yes. Just like we were number three in Portugal that other day, that one day. Yeah, a couple weeks ago. So we're going to add that when we make our merch. (laughs) We're going to add that to the shirt. And I think we've earned the right to get those Ron Burgundy shirts. This is kind of big of a big deal (laughs) in Bulgaria that one day and Portugal that other day. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. It's fun to see us up there on on those and all the yeah all the countries it is uh, it's in too. So it's pretty fun. It's very exciting. Thanks everybody. Thanks Pol- Portugal and Bulgaria. Welcome to the party. Yeah, those sound like some pretty fun places to party, man. Yeah, for sure. And uh, I also want to shout out to Bulgaria because <laughs> we found out due to a random random tidbit of information that was buried deep in Wendy's brain. <laughs> It's a tie to Bulgaria in Xena. So in this article from Screen Rant, Lucy Laws has come out and admitted that Xena is Bulgarian, ancient Thrace, in fact. This shouldn't have come as a surprise. The Thracians were allies of Troy during the Trojan War, and part of ancient Bulgaria lies within modern-day borders of Greece. Not to mention, Greek mythology gives the ancient Thracian king Thrax ties to god of war Ares, who is also a recruiting character in Xena, obviously. That makes sense. Yes. Also, another major hint as far as the whole Bulgarian theme is the show's theme song is an adaptation of a traditional Bulgarian folk song. Hmm. There you go. I love how that the article starts with Lucy Lawless admits like they've been going <laughs> after her. Finally, they like, broke her down. Fine, I'm Bulgarian. <laughs> She's coming out of the closet as Bulgarian. <laughs> they've been hounding her for years. When, when is that article from, Tara? How long ago was this? Uh, I think it says 2017. Oh, oh check it out. Yeah, 2017. 2017. Okay. So after they were celebrating the 20, 20th year anniversary. Very good. Ish. Wait. Yeah. It says 20th I'm not gonna uh, for more than 20 years. 20 but still, okay. Yes. Okay. There we go. All right. That's really funny. And do we want to announce now how they can, since we're on, on a Xena topic. You know what, Tara? And- why don't you just take over the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's go for it. I'm just in here drinking my wine. How do you? No, let's do it. so sensitive today. <laughs> It's really hot, by the way. Did I mention that? I don't have air conditioning in the room where I podcast. Oh, my gosh. Not where I podcast. The air conditioning doesn't doesn't reach into this room. And no, Tara, I'm not on my period. I'm just asking. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, I just wanted the listeners to know that they could win a free copy of Mary D. She is the 
ultimate not a copy of Mary D. Not, oh yeah, that's oh. right. Not a free, not a free Mary D. A copy of Mary D's book, oh. and Mary D is the ultimate, you know, knower of everything Xena. True. <laughs> of the Ozip website and just a, so much, so many things she's done for Xena fans over the years. She has written a book, and we had her on the podcast a couple weeks ago to talk about it. So you can win a copy of Mary D's book, which is called Xena: Their Courage Changed Our World. And it's available on Amazon. It's available on Barnes and Noble at Barnes and Noble. Anywhere you can get a book, you can walk into Barnes and Noble and pick it up. I well, maybe it might just maybe? be online. Oh, did oh. you ordered it? Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Uh, well, Mary D gave us a couple books to give away for free, and uh, if you would like to enter to win one, uh, after we're done, after this podcast is released, we'll post a tweet this week uh, about the the raffle for the book, and essentially to be entered. Uh, just reply to the tweet with what you love about Xena and then retweet us however you want to do that. Whether it's on Instagram, Facebook, uh, and Twitter, you can repost it on – you can just like snapshot our picture and just post it on yours and just say why you love Xena. On, same on Facebook, just share the post. However you share a post on whatever platform you're <laughs> using, okay? I know. Wendy says this gave her a headache earlier when I was trying to <laughs> explain it to her. It's not that hard. You just have, have to – you just have to <laughs> – you just have to uh, say why you like Zeta in the comments, and then you have to repost it, share it in some share capacity. It. Yeah. Okay? Facebook, that, Instagram, Twitter. It's not that hard. One of those places only. Yeah, which one? You don't have to do all three. You no. pick – you and they're going to draw then, randomly. We're exactly. going to draw randomly, and Renee O'Connor is going to read off the winner. Is she? We hope so. <laughs> we're we're hoping to- that Renee O'Connor <laughs> will read the winner, and we will video ourselves pulling this. We're going to show everybody's names on the yeah. hat. Yeah. We're going to put it in the hat, and then we're going to draw it out so you guys can see it. We're going to ask Renee very nicely. And we're going to ask Renee. I way oversold that, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hopefully, Renee will say your name. I'm not sure. Probably. (laughs) Probably. I mean, there's a good chance. Yeah. Very good chance. (laughs) Perfect. If you need clarification on any of those things, please email us at shooter.podcast or send us some... Attention, Tara. I'm going to send an email. I'll send send the tiny print of all the rules. Okay, Kat, uh, I think I'm done. You can continue now. Oh, what are we doing now, Tara? What are we doing uh, next? I don't what do you know. Want, what do you want I to do? We were, we were talking about a Xena list. <laughs> yes, yes, we were. Uh, Sci-Fi uh, has put up a couple of favorite episode lists. One is the all-time favorite episodes, all-time best episodes of Xena. Now, let's be let's be fair about this. Everyone has their own opinion. Some people's opinions are better than others. <laughs> we like our friends at Sci-Fi. We're not trying, you know, there's no offense here. But we're going to tear this list apart. So, um, the first on the, I don't think this is in any order. I think it's in order of where the shows appear Correct. in the uh, seasons, right? Yeah. So, the first episode that shows up is from season one. It's Prometheus. I was now, wondering about that. That was confusing. Mm, Has Prometheus now, really been one of the standouts? Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they picked this episode. They, there's an explanation as to why I, you know, I don't think our listeners want us to read uh, the explanation. But I don't remember it being a particularly good episode. 
like, I don't, I don't want to say I, good, just not a standout. No. Right. No. I think they were talking about it because it was a, the first crossover or a crossover with, with Hercules. But uh, yeah, I particularly remember, <clears throat> not that I didn't like this episode, but just being like, eh, just like ready to get to the next episode. You know, yeah. it just wasn't anything special for me. Yeah. Maybe because I <laughs> wanted to see more of Lucy and Renee and less of Hercules. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's why I don't remember it. Because I don't, yeah. I've blocked out all of Kevin Sorbel from my memory banks. <laughs> um, so I don't, I don't recognize him as a character on Dina. Okay. Um, and then we jump to the, the next episode that they recognize as one of the best, which I think there's no denying, is Callisto. Mm-hmm. That, that, to me, this is the first, if we're going through the seasons, this is the first episode that, sh- that I, I think this is the only season one episode that I would put on the list of, of best episodes. The of only time. one I might, and maybe not just because it's like by far the best, but I still think the pilot it had so much to set up and so much I to agree. establish. Yeah. I put the pilot, I thought they did it very well with the pilot. It you know set what? the tone. You're absolutely sure. right. The pilot would be uh, first on my list. I stand corrected. All right. Yeah, I think that one's a, cla- the, a classic. Yeah, please. Please please sure. It's the next episode on the, the list. Quest. The mm. Quest. Season two, episode 13. I mean, yeah. there's no argument here. I got to give out no. the Quest. It's, it's, it's in my top three favorite episodes. And why is that? Oh, uh, because I'm a big Bruce Campbell fan. <laughs> I actually I was, am. I was really I shipping the relationship between Bruce and <laughs> yeah, well, Autolycus and Xena. Yeah, no, that's classic. I liked Autolycus, though. I really I, liked I love, Autolycus. I love yeah. Autolycus. That was yeah. a dumb joke. I love Bruce Campbell. Yes. Um, the You know, this is the first, I've said this before, this is the first episode of Xena I ever watched. Oh, well. Then. I didn't know what I was watching. And, and then, like, the, this, you know, the sort of this, the kiss happens in the, the weird dreamscape. And that's to me when the show, you know, looking back, then I went and looked back to, and watched the other episode. Like, that's when the show kind of definitely became like, what? Like, <laughs> what is this show? Like, what am I watching? So, yeah. For those no. of you that, that haven't seen it, there is kind of a, yes, yeah, this dream sequence where Autolycus, who is also Gabrielle uh, and Xena, are kind of like coming in for a kiss. How does it play out? It, it's- well, Xena has, Xena's uh, dead. And the, she her, was this her first time at death? I don't remember. I think it was. It may have. It's hard she to die hard a lot, to, but I yeah, think this did. was her first death. And she her her spirit though uh, went into Autolycus's body, so she mm-hmm. was able to take over his body. But it was still it still looked like Autolycus. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, in order to be able to talk, she wanted to Zena uh, wanted to be able to, to talk to Gabrielle, just the two of them. So she created this weird dreamscape for them to be in they're together. calling it an astral plane yes says she sense. and Zena even share a highly romantic kiss on the astral plane yeah and so they oh, lean that. in it's a very sweet scene they lean in because you know Gabrielle's really upset because Zena's dead she's trying to get her body back to be buried next to her brother it's a whole big thing that's the quest that Gabrielle is on and they they share they're they cut away before there's any sort of lip on lip action but um there's no i don't kiss my friend (laughs) i don't kiss my friends like that i've never kissed a friend like that and it cuts to her kissing at all well gabrielle kissing at all who was essentially so they kissed even though physically it was yeah they did yes you're right so when they cut away you're right they're finishing up a kiss Mm -hmm. yeah they're kissing and then gabrielle says atalicus get your hand off my butt Mm -hmm. oh come on so um, well, it was Autolycus, wasn't he? 
Gaily. I mean, it was kind of Xena. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So yeah. no, uh, this this to me, this episode was sort of the game changer. I think. All right. Next up, we got season two, episode fourteen, a necessary evil. I feel like I mean this was a continuation. I this was part two, basically part two of the quest. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it was good. I feel like it's kind of overshadowed by the quest. It might be in the top, but I feel like I don't remember it being. I it's guess. great. I mean, uh, it's great. Is a great uh, enemy. Uh, there's there's uh, Amazons. Mm-hmm. You can't go wrong with Amazons. Nope, love those Amazons. Yeah, it was great. Good episode. Strong episode. Callisto. That's right. Callisto. Ah, so good. <laughs> then we got season two episode 15 i they feel a like good run here a day in the life there is, is no one of my favorites arguments there is no debate this no. to me is this is possibly one of the like if you had to show someone one episode this right. is the one people might show this is like as good as it gets i think yep it's not my favorite but it is as like as a perfect xena episode as you'll ever find and, you know, look, look at these three episodes in a row. You have the quest, yeah. you have a necessary evil, and then the, a day in the life. Like, they are just hitting their stride here. They This yeah. is like sort of the peak. This is when the peak sort of golden age of Xena uh, is hitting its stride. Like, this, like how, how, do you, how do you not fall in love with the show if you've seen these three episodes in a row? It's crazy. Well, apparently a lot of us did fall in love with the show around those. I, I fell in shortly thereafter, but those mm. to me were like... Just the, this the, these three hours three hours yeah. of TV is what hooked me on this show. Then we have season three episode eleven maternal instincts. Where it says once again, Galisto returns <laughs> from the dead. They like Galisto. <laughs> A lot of think. people return. She from was the amazing. Dead. So yeah, but this is where we get our uh, hope. Not the fun kind of hope. No, but the evil Gabrielle daughter kind of hope. And. uh it's not uh, not so good, but I, I again I always like the more comedic episodes. But I you know these I remember these episodes really stressing me out. Oh, sure. same here. Yes. Like same oh my here. god, how are they going to get through this? You know, oh. I remember before this season hearing that there was going to be a big arc that really tested them, mm-hmm. and I I feel like. I, I remember when the arc started and it was that episode where Dayhawk kind of envelops Gabrielle, but it starts off as this whole, like you got Caesar and a uh, Bodicea and it's like, it, it feels mm-hmm. like a standalone type episode. And by the end of it, you're in this big arc that continues the rest of the season. I remember I was like, we are in the arc. We're in the arc. I was so because <laughs> like, it was going to be this whole dramatic arc. And uh, yeah, it just carried through the rest of the season and, and continued even into four really. Yeah. So, and this yeah. is the, the beginning of the the rift, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what we Where Hope teams up with Callisto, and mm. essentially Xena's son Solon is killed by them. Mm. Yeah. So, Mm-mm. lots of bad blood. Dark. Crazy. Yep. But then they're able to repair their relationship by singing <laughs> in the next episode. The bittersweet. Yes. Everything can be solved through song, especially when your best friend's daughter kills your son. <laughs> Sing about it. I like the episode, though. That's yeah, great. the episode no, was nice. Classic. It's fantastic. This episode is on a lot of, like, TV lists. Like, you know, not just genre TV, but just, like, you know, best best, uh, best episode of, of what, TV. What, Bittersweet? Yeah. I feel like it. I mean, it was, they. this musical came out before Buffy's musical. Yes, it did. That everybody loves. And I feel like they, this is the first time I remember a show like Xena 
doing a musical, like mm-hmm. randomly this dramatic or fun or comedy, whatever this kind of show was, all of a sudden, oh, they're doing a musical? I mean, it might have been done, but I just don't remember it. Yeah, same. And it was, uh, yeah, I loved it. I feel like I stayed up all night that night because I watched it. Then I watched it again. And then I think I recorded the songs on cassette <laughs> tape to listen to on the way to work because wow. I was so obsessed. Yeah. Wow. I loved it. And I didn't even sleep. <laughs> but in fair point, I had to be at work like 4 a.m. So it wasn't that big of a stretch. And the episode didn't air to like 10. So Oh, that's when you guys got it? 10 o'clock? At that point, yeah, it went through a lot of different time changes, but it was airing like 10, 11 at night on like a Sunday night at that point. Then we got season four, episode 21, The Ides of March, which is also my birthday. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Whoa. That's one of my favorites. Not that specific Ides of March, but just in general. And Ides of March. Classic episode. Classic. I loved, I thought Hudson as Kalisto was top of the line here. I really loved her in this episode. Yeah. And this is great. This is the I think this is the season four. No, there's a there's a there's a, an episode after this. Isn't yeah. it a future episode? It's like a this was alternate the next universe. To last. I think yeah, the last one was um where I think it's one of Renee may have directed. Yeah, um Deja Vu all over again. Or yeah. Something like they, that? they kinda of put in to be like Don't worry, they'll be fine. Sure. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, I think that came after, but but really, this this was like the finale of that big arc, right? Yeah. It's the Gabrielle being a pacifist and Eli and mm-hmm. that whole thing. Uh, that moment she picked <laughs> up the sword and started whacking people, I was just screaming. I was like, yeah! Because so, nobody really uh, liked pacifist Gabrielle. Blowing no. the, the compact of powder at people. But So when she picked lame. up the sword for Xena, hmm. That was awesome. Uh, I mm-hmm. mean, and and of course, like that the the scene in the the prison cell between the two of them, and you know, mm-hmm. Zena's back has been broken; she can't move, and Gabrielle's cradling her in her arm. Like, come on, <laughs> yeah. man! Like, really? Again? Uh, is there anything more dramatic? Like, is there any denying that these two women were in love? I don't think so. <laughs> so good. Then they throw in season five, episode fourteen, Amphipolis under siege. Okay. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I don't remember it being. I mean, okay. it was good. Uh, it, get, it had a, that was the one I. We get Eve after yeah. Queen Stone pregnates Zena. And yeah, it's, you know, sure. then there's a time jump. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know that any season five episodes are on my top list. No, not for me either. Uh, but this was, this was, for that, for that season, this was a pretty good episode. Yeah. That's all I really have to say. Okay. <laughs> Well, then we move on to season six, episode 18, When Fates Collide. Yep. Yep. Uh, one of my favorite episodes. Pretty gay. Pretty damn gay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wendy, thoughts? I played the fifth. <laughs> I feel like we've talked about this. Before. Reasons I have not given this episode a fair shake. Okay. And uh, I would have to watch again. I remember it was really good. I would probably really enjoy it now if I watched it. But okay. I haven't seen it in a while. Um, I think this month, we, something we used to do back in the old days of Snop, we do a deep dive into uh, Xena episodes. Yeah. Mm. Like I play think, by play with commentary. I think maybe we, we do this one. Oh, I'd love to see. Throwing down the do. gauntlet there, right? Yeah, okay. I'll watch it. Think? I'll watch it. Yeah? I feel like I need to rewatch it. Okay. I'm I mean, down. I watched it. I awesome. liked it. I just yeah. didn't flip out Let's about it. Let's do it. I'm not judging. <laughs> it was a different time all right well, that, well that's it that's that's third list that's it the best 10 episodes greatest episodes of xena 
It's interesting. It's an interesting list. Mm -hmm. And um, to me, because there are some really iconic episodes that aren't on here, it feels to me like sci-fi is maybe just trying to get people to watch some different episodes maybe that aren't always on everybody's list. They do say it's their list of their favorite episodes. So, you know, I don't want to disparage anyone's choices, but like I said, it's a list of its opinions. Everybody has different opinions. And this is from the sci-fi fangirls. Yes. Which yes. we like. Which we like out. very much. We Our love friend Katie. Totally respect the part sci-fi of Sci-Fi fangirls. Wire. Yeah. We just uh, like to take their list as a bounce-off place we, to discuss. Yes. Our we do this with everybody. We, we just do. take a list. <laughs> Seriously, Sci-Fi fangirls, we do like you guys. And we, we do. say we love you guys. everything that's wrong with it, in our opinion. <laughs> And then we make our own list, and then someone else out there is undoubtedly tearing our list apart. So, you know, it's all I hope good they are. fun. And if we're so lucky. Yeah. It, yeah, right, we should exactly. be so lucky that someone. <laughs> <laughs> we like to see if you disagree, if you agree. Uh, out of these ones, what do you, you know, what do you think deserves to be on this list, or what would you do differently? Because next right. week, right, we're going to. We're going to say our, what our list is. Yeah. And do we do we make it like a, are we going to join fo- forces list of top 10? We each kind of, mm, and then we can yeah, debate. Yeah, we just we do one debate. top 10. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We can debate who's The picks. snop top 10. Ooh, snop top 10. Snop, snop top 10. 10. You get that? Snop, okay. Snop, the snop, snop 10. 10. Oh. Boom. Noise. Just came up with that. <laughs> do we yeah. want to save the shipper one for next week and do the same thing the week after? Yeah, let's save it. Let's save okay. it. I, I want to focus. I can't focus. It all gets blended together. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. <laughs> okay. I think there might be a lot of crossover because I think a lot of the favorites also had a lot of the best Xena Gabrielle moments. So. Especially but, if you're yeah, a shipper. If you're a shipper. Oh, yeah. The, you're, there's going to be a lot. Like for if me, wanted, example, there's a lot yeah. of duplicates. Same here. I feel like if you were a big Aries Xena fan, you want to then end up together, or perhaps Gabrielle Joxer, your list will probably be different. Okay. If you're a Gabrielle Joxer shipper, please Don't email insult. us. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm being respectful. Please email us. Let us know why. Send us your favorite moment. Like, I'd love to meet. What I'm saying is this person does not exist. I would like, <laughs> I would like to, to, to discuss this further. Respectfully. Okay. All right. Tara, what, we, do we do? what do we do now, Tara? Uh, maybe some... <laughs> Tara, guide us. I don't know. Some nerd news? Is that where we're at? <laughs> nerd news. Nerd news. I think that's the sign that we are going into nerd news. Now, here's a very timely story on so many fronts. Sadly, uh, as filming starts back up again, uh, the Batman started filming and was shut down originally. Uh, because they put out word that a crew member or a member of the production team or some mm-hmm. such description had fallen victim to the COVID. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. later it came out it, that it is uh, Robert Pattinson. And I don't believe that has been denied. So you could look at this two ways. You could say, oh, see, they shouldn't start filming. Look, he's got it. It's mm-hmm. already shutting down. Or you could look at it and say their protocols worked. They started filming. They've, they've been mm-hmm. testing. He had it. They shut it down. It's working. And they're not, I mean, I feel like, especially with him, it's not like a crew member that they could say, all right, this guy's out. Maybe we can bring someone in. All the crew members are wearing masks. So it's, you know, it's less, I guess, chance of it getting out there. But this is Robert Pattinson. He can't wear a mask when he's filming, other than, obviously, the Batman mask. Right. Which doesn't cover the important part. (laughs) I don't think that's a CDC-approved mask. I don't think so. But so, yeah, it's, it's there's always going to be. And that's why they have the testing. That's why they have all the, the safety measures in place is because he had it. They caught it. They shut down. So. But you got to um, read the headline, Wendy, that we have here. 
<laughs> Got to give it its credit. <laughs> I believe the headline is the Batman shuts down. Patton's son is Patton sick. <laughs> not to make light of it. I hope he's not horribly sick. I hope it's right. just one of the mild cases. And I, but... I read that they did start filming again without him, obviously. But yeah. I think I that has since been un, no, that has not been confirmed by the studio. Okay. I think that was maybe not a truthful or uh, accredited mm. statement. What are you trying to say, Kat? What I'm saying is... <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We know We're nothing. We're just taking shots in the dark here. Well, and, I mean, this is the first big production to... One of the first ones to go back to shooting, but also this is the first case of COVID. Like, big, you know, big sh- big production to have a case of... of uh, active case of COVID. Yeah. And this is mm-hmm. a really, really big deal. And I'm sure, depending what they've shot, they're testing the co-star. I mean, everybody. Mm-hmm. I, 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 think yeah, everybody I don't know what all... Measures yeah, are in place. Sounds but... like everybody who's had contact with him on the yeah. crew is in two week shutdown. Oh, right. man. Well, that's good. That's how this that's... is all set up to work. So got to do it. It yeah, did its job. Got to do it. And uh, hope you get, get well soon, Robert Pattinson. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And I just want you to be healthy. I'm not trying to say that that's the only reason I want to get better soon. <laughs> yeah, no. I like Robert Pattinson. We care sure. about Robert We do. Well, Cedric, I don't Cedric, Dick. Cedric Diggory. I like him as Cedric Diggory a lot. Yeah. That's right. I forget that he was Cedric. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His, spoiler alert, his death scene was really good, I thought. Yeah, high-profile Hufflepuff. The way it was shot, yeah. Hey, he's a Hufflepuff, yes. like me. Like me. On. All right, Hufflepuff. Okay, whoa, 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 y'all are both Hufflepuffs? Yeah. Yeah. This explains a lot. Okay. <laughs> Whatever, Hufflepuff. Gryffindor. Jeez. I feel like almost every test or everything that's come down, I am totally Hufflepuff, so. Oh, yeah. Surprising. painfully Hufflepuff yeah. alright Hufflepuffs we have our first look at the happiest season How dare you. our new date rom-com coming this fall hey speaking of Robert Pattinson right <laughs> wow, okay. <we're> yes. <laughs> oh Kristen yeah Stewart. I guess Kristen Stewart oh, right. we have a tie here he was There's... Edward Cullen he was the Edward Cullen to Kristen Stewart's Bella something Thorns? Bella... no they... Bella Thorne's a model I'm pretty oh. sure <laughs> And they dated too. Yes, in real life. Famously. And the whole time I thought, I think she's maybe a little gay. <laughs> she's like, she she's wears like gay, a right? lot of flannel. Yeah, I think she's got, <laughs> getting, the, getting the vibe. But, you know. Do you know I met, I, Swan. I, I met, Sorry. I met Kristen Stewart? Swan. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. And she, I think she was wearing flannel at the time. You met her? I did. And she was in flannel. I believe she was. Wow. Get her on the cool. show. Okay. <laughs> I'll do my best. If anyone out there can help us with that, send us an email. Please. Yes. Sorry to bring uh, the okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we got a first look from People Magazine or People.com where we see Kristen Stewart and upcoming Happiest Season of the upca- upcoming Gay Christmas Rom-Com. So Kristen Stewart and Mackenzie Davis from Black Mirror. All the things. Black yes. Mirror. Terminator. Terminator. Yep. Other things too. They play a lesbian couple wanna... dealing with the stress of the holidays. We all know what that's like. <sighs> so basically, they they gave us a little synopsis of what the film is going to be about. Mm-hmm. It says a movie come to theaters November 25th was co-written and directed by Veep actress Clea Duvall, who says these types of holiday stories are long overdue. I love Clay Duvall. She was great in Veep. She's been in so many things. She's great. Uh, I'm a huge fan of Christmas movies. This is from Clay. 
I have never seen my story represented, says Duval 43 who starred as Secret Service agent Marjorie on Veep. She was awesome. <laughs> Happy Season felt like a great opportunity to tell a universal story from a new perspective. Stewart agrees, I think I've wished to see a gay Christmas rom-com my whole life, she tells people. I'm so happy and proud of Clea for bringing this into the world. Um, she adds that being the stress of being around family is something that everyone can relate to, uh, regardless of their sex- sexuality. Uh, and she says, I love when holiday movies make you long for an idea of home, but also examines how hilarious and hard reality at home can actually be, mm. which is very true. You have that homesick and then you get there and you're like, oh, my God, why did I miss this? <laughs> and then Happy Season follows a, follows a story of Abby, played by Kristen Stewart, who plans to propose to her girlfriend Harper, Mackenzie, uh, while attending Harper's family holiday party, only to discover her girlfriend hasn't actually come out yet to her oh, conservative boy. parents. That that sent us into flashbacks. Yes. Because we watched another movie with a similar story, and it wasn't very good. Let's not talk about it. I'm thinking this will be better. <laughs> well, look, here's the cast of this one, okay? Okay, okay. On top of Mackenzie and Kristen. Mary Steenburgen, Victor Garber, Allison Brie, okay, I love it already. I love Alison Brie yeah. so much. Aubrey Plaza. Oh, my God. Dan Levy. Thank you. Oh, huge. And Lady, uh, Claire Duvall herself will also be in the movie. Mm-hmm. I am so excited about that supporting cast. As oh, yeah. Anything else? It's a great cast. No, it's, it's strong. It's um, this. I hope this lives up to the potential that it has to I be. hope. Because I love the cast. And I don't, I've never seen. Has Clea directed before? Is this a directorial debut? Good question. I'm not sure. One for the researcher? (laughs) (laughs) Perhaps. Uh, But Duval and Stewart both said that the movie was incredibly fun to film. And they said, maybe I'm biased, but this is one of the most (laughs) fun sets I have ever been on, Duval says. From the cast to the crew, everyone showed up each day with an excitement and energy that made every day a joy. And Stewart says, we couldn't have had a better, more loving pack of weirdos supporting each other on this one. Had an absolute blast. I think that really describes our podcast, too. Yeah. A more loving pack <laughs> of weirdos. Works. Sounds like us. directed things for Tegan and Sarah. Oh, like Reese uh, That's cool. Something okay. called The Intervention. They're very gay. And, uh, yeah, I've heard of them. Uh, something called The I... Intervention with, oh, hello, Jason Ritter. And Melanie Linsky was in that. Oh, cool. Well, uh, I am very excited about this movie, and I am ready for it. Again, I would say it's not her first rodeo, but her biggest rodeo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So right. according to this article, it's coming to theaters November 25th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no mention of, you know, if it might be released also on a, you know, to demand rent. Or or, yeah, on demand. Mm. Either way, I mean, I... If it's absolutely not going to be on demand in any way, shape, or form, I would be willing hmm. to find. And well, you know what? What am I talking about? Here in California, we can't go to the theater even if we wanted to, right? Are they they're not, not open. They're not open. I don't think so. Don't Here's think the thing: so. I will have already bridged that, made that jump when Wonder Woman comes out. If it comes out in theaters here, I will be going. What's the yeah. date for Wonder Woman? Do we know? October something. <laughs> Known as uh, October. <laughs> I don't know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. It's, I mean, just, uh, to me, I like, November go. just seems so soon. October 2nd. October oh, 2nd. Wonder Woman. That's a month. Yeah. If it's, if theaters mm. are open here, I am going to go see it. Mm. I will sit alone and far away and wear my mask. Yeah. But it's tough. That's a tough one. I'm doing yeah. it. 
Okay. Yeah, so New York and LA both not open, no theaters. As so yet. not not yet, but hopefully by then we'll be in a better place so we can sure. see that. I, sp- I spoke to a friend who said she will drive to another state if she has <laughs> it opens. Yeah. For so one probably the closest yeah. would be what ne- Nevada or maybe or maybe Arizona. other counties in Well, I'm not uh, doing it, but she said she would do it. Other counties in Oh yeah, California. Yeah, maybe probably maybe do. Orange County. Oh gosh, yes. Oh, Maybe gosh, yeah. go down to Orange They're County. They're bad down there. Okay. We're in 95s, okay? Mm. All right. And I'm going to bring some yardsticks. Make sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So very excited about that movie and also excited because Batwoman started Woo! filming again. Yeah, it did. So season two started filming on the third and the new Bat well new bat she I keep she's a new Batwoman she's she just not replacing Kate Kane right um, so Javicia Leslie put a post up uh, if you go to her Instagram and maybe on her Twitter as bat- well and Batwoman the Batwoman oh and uh, Batwoman Insta or Twitter yeah both mm. you can find it on both uh, she gives us a sneak peek from behind her trailer she mentions that they started filming yesterday and that her first scenes were on that day so she gives us a little preview of what her pre-filming routine is and she shows us her adorable it looks like a pit lab uh like a black lab pit mix maybe yeah. her a dog named what is it here uh <laughs> judah buddha judah, judah buddha. buddha so cute is, and we get just kind of a glimpse of her trailer and judah buddha's hanging in the trailer <laughs> and so she takes us through you know she dances as one thing that she does before filming and she prays and she meditates with Judah Buddha sitting next to her. <laughs> uh, kind of concentrate. Right. Chomping on a treat or something while she's <laughs> trying to focus. It's pretty cute. It's so, very cute. She seems fun. She does. Yeah. Like, you know, listen, I, I don't want to disparage any previous actors who portrayed Batwoman, but she already has so much more personality. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see this character that she's going to bring uh, yeah. to the screen. I'm so I'm, I'm actually super pumped about season two. If you're interested to get a heads up on this new Batwoman, uh, the DC Fandom event that uh, happened a few weeks ago is having their second day of panels on Saturday, the 12th. And they are having a Batwoman panel. And it looks, uh, just glancing through it, it looks like this time it's not so much of a scheduled rundown where you have to be there at certain times. It looks like they're releasing everything at 10 a.m. and you go watch what you want. Cool. Um, they have a lot of little five-minute things. They've got some regular size panels. I think they're re- re-showing that Boz panel that she was a part of. Hmm. Or Boss, however you say it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it looks like they're having a Batwoman, so I'll probably check out the Batwoman uh, panel. And, and it says it might, might be the first time they reveal a glimpse of her in the actual costume. Ooh. Maybe if they have footage by then, nice. they'll include something nice. of her in the costume. Or even at least of, like of her photos. character actual yeah. Fo- yeah, footage or photos. So that'll That's be exciting. Great. Very cool. Yeah, there was also some behind the scenes, another uh, post from Nicole Kang, who plays Mary, love mm-hmm. Mary, and Cameron Johnson, who plays Luke, in their trailers and just having fun behind the scenes and excited to be filming again. Looks like they uh, like each other. Yes, they, they do. I like them. They very seem cool. Fun. I love them. Their so fun chemistry definitely comes off on yeah. the screen too, so it's it's refreshing. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they are in full swing. It says coming out in twenty twenty one. Nothing specific, but yeah, at least they're started up again. And they're in Vancouver, right? Is that where they shoot? 
I don't know if it says specifically here, hmm. but Pretty sure it's somewhere in Canada. Yep. Hopefully it's less hot than here. <laughs> what isn't? Um, <laughs> yeah, the, the fandom, they'll have Bat, Batwoman. They've got Legends of Tomorrow, Stargirl. I believe there was a Supergirl. So yeah, any of those DC shows that you might be watching, might be cool. interested in. Uh, Black Lightning, they're all having fandom. Even. And how many millions of viewers did the first fandom get? Wasn't it Bunch. like... Of millions okay. upon millions. It was like yeah. a huge. They did really well. Awesome. Yeah. They basically said it exceeded their expectations. But then I think maybe they're just lying about what their expectations were. So it would sound bigger. But they 20, probably weren't. It was probably. 22, 22 million views worldwide. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's huge. I believe it. It was very successful. Yeah. It was very interesting, too. It was well done. Well yeah, produced. It was. Yeah. yeah. We, we did a breakdown a couple episodes ago. Yeah. If you want to hear that, go check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Well, circling back to theaters, uh, we had discussed this when it came to Wonder Woman, but yes. theaters are reopening. And I guess that was we part of what I was going to talk about. Tenet is the first really big release, I believe, to be back in theaters. And it's done well. It's done pretty well. But I think it's done well internationally, mm-hmm. uh, whereas other places are a little looser with their restrictions now than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's getting okay reviews. Uh, but... This sounds like they were the first ones. I know they were high on releasing it in the theaters. Um, and so they they didn't want to go the home home route. And uh, it's sort of a test. Who's, who's going to go back? And it's yeah. apparently doing pretty well. And I feel like it's kind of like this is a point of no return. Like this one's come out saying, all right, we're going in. So it's going to be harder for other films to back out. Or uh, they may postpone dates again. But... Mm. Um, and some of the reviews, one of the reviews I read said they thought it needed the theater because the spectacle distracts from the weaknesses of the film. <laughs> but oh, that won't be the case for every film. Like, almost like it, it sure. needs theaters as much as theaters need it. Got um, it. Well, you know, the sound, you know, somebody... Things are better in people, theaters. People, people not gonna work lie. very hard time. on those sound, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the score and the sound effect, like... To feel so it, immersed. Yeah. yeah. It's it's yeah. a big part of the experience. And There's I'm something sure. about like the microwave going off and the dog barking that takes yeah. you out of the experience yeah. of and, it. And like you can't pause it to check your Twitter. Like, you know, it's... No. it's right. It's, as you say, it's immersive. It's it's your your sole focus is what's happening on screen. So yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. I still... Uh, Tenet's not going to get me to the theater. Wonder Woman might. It, yeah. It would have if it got better reviews. So far, it's brought in an estimated 20 million in the U.S., which I'm sure is far below what it would have done if it had had a uh, normal opening. Yeah. Um, but huge. it is one of the most anticipated films. But I think a lot of people are just like, I feel like people probably expect that it will have the release and end up in their homes not long thereafter. Right. And so they're just going to wait it out. It's got 74% on Rotten Tomatoes right now, an audience score of 79. Hmm. So it's so, if yeah. it had been like a 99, 100%, or no no movie I think is ever going to get 100% again, but 98, 99, I think it would have helped drive people to theaters, but... Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't hmm. know. It's... Yeah, I, I feel like everybody has that movie that's kind of the, will this get me back? And I don't know that this one's going to do it for me. Wonder Woman will. Yeah. Black Widow would. Hmm, Will you really? travel? Oh yeah, we yeah that's right. We can just probably go to another county and uh, find a theater. Uh, yeah, if you want. If we want, yes. Can we find a theater that's just like out in the middle of nowhere? Ooh, I wonder if they'll yeah. have any drive-in. I'm sure they're that'll release it. 
Limiting seating. Spacing seating, I'd hope. Yeah, um, right, right. I'm not going to go to a theater that is not doing full, that. Yeah, like full capacity. No. Yeah. yeah, I'd rather pay twice for the ticket. Right. Or you can pay $30 now. Get, that's uh, right. Get Mulan in your that's home. Right. <laughs> or wait till December and get it for free. Um, that's I like all this sort of... I feel like this is a big testing the waters because people have talked about the death of cinema and everything's just going to end up in your home for a long time. And this mm. is a good... It's kind of a good way to see that no it's just not the same and i don't think theater will ever go away i hope it doesn't agreed same yeah so to be to be continued mm, indeed probably when wonder woman comes out yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll have, i'm sure we'll have the same discussion then yeah all right guys i just put gas in the truck oh she's good presents live from purgatory kind of a bummer like this time last week we were about to watch an episode yeah dang it's yeah it's depressing we were doing two podcasts on sunday and That's right. it was a lot of fun and yeah it just feels <sighs> something when you'll get more sleep on sunday nights now but i miss cat, it cat will too. i'll miss the winona all the we- hufflepuffs <laughs> refer to themselves <laughs> in the third person it's a Hufflepuff Cla- thing. You wouldn't classic, know. That makes sense. Classic Hufflepuff. Oh, classic. So uh, we're going to, you know, last week it was the Winona Earp season 4A finale. Mid-season, Mid-season finale. Season finale. Yeah. And uh, there, I, I rewatched the episode a couple more times and there's some stuff that I caught or just wanted to kind of um, discuss further, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. I rewatched it too. I'd be curious oh, to hear what you picked up. One of the the first things I noticed is that when Waverly comes running into Shorty's and she sees that when you know that Nicole's dead and Jeremy's there and Neville's got that the wolf on his head, she is still. If you look at her hand, yes, her the cuffs are still on and she's <laughs> carrying a piece of the bed that she love that. pulled off. I didn't notice it the first time. It's really funny. I feel like someone had commented on that after that first episode aired where she runs in at the end yeah. someone had made a mention of that <laughs> so but funny yeah. I and i wonder if that was planned or i know dom said after the first take she ripped it off the bed that's right by accident. oh really yeah yeah so i wonder if they that was planned or if they just threw that in as a i think that's funny if they just threw it in because she ripped the bed because how, yeah. seriously how else was she gonna get away right <laughs> yeah it's great uh and we talked last week how there was definitely some some sexual tension between winona and rosita uh, oh yeah. So, so I, a little bit, right? So I went Juanista. through and every time uh Winona referred to Rosita in some way, I made note of it. So let's go through those now. Oh boy. Uh she says it's busty brainy baby stealing row fucking Zeta. <laughs> uh just find more rainbow rocks before I change my mind and break her silky smooth neck. <laughs> God, I forgot how good you smell. You're like a sexy spider monkey. <laughs> you gotten enough off your ample perfect chest? <laughs> Rosita says, thanks for saving my ass. And Winona says, it would be a shame not to as she's looking at her ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really I really feel that we could have had like a, a little kiss goodbye there. Like, just sort of like, oh, what, what the hell? And kind of a, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> anyway. And then, of course, the Xena reboot thrown in there, too. That was just uh, perfect. I love I mean, that fight on. scene with them and the nuns. That was really great. That's really great. Yep. a great scene. It's a lot of fun. So Doc and Holt have that scene in the sheriff's office. Doc goes to go collect Rachel. And Holt says, I'd love to invite her to, uh, you know, he's talking about this woman who works at the, the diner. He says, I'd love to invite her to have dinner at Shorty's and not have to worry about an ERP shooting me in the 
back. I caught that. Oh, too. I yeah. Didn't think about I that. I noticed that mm, today, damn. and uh, that was brutal. And then look what happened. When Wynita, Wynita, <laughs> when Winona, uh, after she leaves Rosita with the at the church with all the the nice nuns, she's back at Shorty's. She doesn't acknowledge Nicole being dead. She doesn't say anything. She doesn't even look down. So either she didn't see it or something was cut out. But the fact that Winona doesn't acknowledge that, oh, look, Nicole's dead. It's kind of weird. I feel like, mm-hmm. I feel like it was cut. Maybe. I think, I mean, it could have, I mean, I can, I can, ex- I feel like it's easily explained away. Like she just didn't see it because she was so focused on everything else. But maybe I feel like they may have shot something and just had to cut it. Maybe. And then of course there's that scene where Winona does in fact shoot Holt in the back. And um, there's some, you know, some people on Twitter are are not, don't feel like that's not true to Winona's character. I kind of feel like it is, you know, considering all the shit she's been through and the fact that the, the what are they called? The Clantons? They, yeah. they were trying to kill everyone that she loves. Yeah. And now, you know, she knows that, that Waverly has, has killed uh, Margot. There's no way they're letting that one go. So right. I feel like Winona felt like that was the only way that she could, only thing she could do to protect her family. Well, you know what? And Winona, yeah, when I rewatched it, I got it. Like, even before this happens, he's out basically, basically, uh, about to <laughs> shoot her because Waverly has just killed his mother. Yeah. And he's saying, well, I, this, we might have could ended it, but not now. Not right. like it's everything's over. And you know what? She wasn't privy to the conversations he'd had with Doc. Like she no. did not, she didn't know what they had discussed. So I see easily how Winona in her mind saw Doc just trying to distract him. I don't know that she expected, thought he was doing it so she could just shoot him in the back. I don't know that it's, I don't think it is a Winona thing, but I think where she was and knowing that they tried to steal Alice and everything she's dealt with as far as constantly being attacked, her family being attacked, knowing that they tried to get Alice, she was just tired of having to deal with it. And so she shot him. And I I don't know that she, he wouldn't have eventually come back and tried to do something. So I don't know that it was in character for Winona. I think it's something that she could later on say, I shouldn't have done it. But in the Mm -hmm. moment, it's I. It's totally understandable. Do we really think that Holt is going to go to Margot and say, "Hey, listen, let's have a truce"? Do we think Margot's going to be like, "You know what, Holt? Right, you're right. Let's not. You know, let's call it a day." Cleo, because Margot's dead. Well, I think originally saying, when he was going well, to, but, yeah, sure. before before Margot dies, before Holt gets shot. No, when he leaves the office, with when Doc leaves, they're they're going to try to 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 make a truce between the Herbs and the Clantons. Yeah, there's no way but, my, my mom or whatever. Fucking is. There's no <laughs> way she's going for that. So no, but I also feel like Cleo was not going to go for that. And I, I think if, Cleo's going to be pissed. Yeah, in, she's going to be even more four, pissed in four oh seven. But if Holt, you know, they made a truce and then you had to present it to Cleo after she finds out that now Ma'am is dead. Right, you're right. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think that there was a, a way that was going to work out. But. No, I don't either. Uh, I think he had good intentions, but no. He yeah, did. but I, I think that was. I I I don't. You know, she sh- maybe she not shot him in the back, but I think that unfortunately, until all the Clantons are gone, there's no, there's right. no other way to protect the Earps. No, he and she didn't have the the information that Doc did of their discussions, and sure. so. Uh, yeah. Anymore. I do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're back at the homestead. It's at the end. Uh, Jeremy comes comes up with another ship name. 
he, he calls them Nicaverly. <laughs> Nicole and Waverly. It's very cute. I love the look that Waverly gives Winona before she proposes mm. to Nicole. Mm-hmm. And yep. it's that whole scene is just it's heartbreaking because of Winona. And you mm-hmm. know that she, I mean, just look at her face. Like, you know, mm-hmm. Melanie Scrifano, you know, we say it every week. Like, she's the honorary MVP every episode because she just brings it. Yeah. Oh, and every time. She just is, is, there's, she is really hurting. And, but she's happy for her sister. And, you know, she gives her that little smile uh, in the middle of, you know, I'm sure what was a really hard moment for her. So, um, just a really nice moment. And uh, in my mind, after the camera cuts, you know, after we fade to black, I hope that Nicole and Waverly went over and gave Winona a big hug. Mm-hmm. They talk it out. I bet if you look at fan fiction, you'll find that it it's did already happen. there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's been written. No, because yeah. Winona is just hurting so badly. Mm-hmm. About it and that there's scene. a great meme out there on Twitter of that that scene where Rachel is standing next to Winona during the proposal. <laughs> yes. Rachel's like dancing, so excited about their engagement and then Winota has that look on her face and it says you know what well, I think it was like me you know knowing that they're getting married and then me knowing that Winona is not coming back till 2021 yeah <laughs> perfect yes yeah that was perfect. yeah I feel like that shot is has so many memes <laughs> right very happy yeah, they're getting a 2020 We're- me now whatever it is <laughs> gotta love it that's all um, I have Wendy do you have anything else I got some controversial opinions yes bring it now, I'm not saying, look, Margot, ma'am, it's bad people. The family's bad people. But I feel like a deal's a deal, Nicole. You Ooh, made a deal. You made a deal. Shit. Here's the thing. Nicole made a deal saying, I will give you this if you bring them back. And she brought them back. I mean, first there was, like, she, they were trying to say, oh, they got out on their own. The deal's over. Mm-mm. She lit up that door that apparently had a C on it that I have not looked back to confirm. But apparently the door they went it's through there. had yeah. a C. It's the man brought them back. And then instead of Owning up to her end of the deal, they're like, oh, we can't do this. We're going to send Nicole and her frog. We'll just kill ma'am. But yeah, ma'am made the deal. And then Nicole, instead of, uh, uh, you know, her oh, holding up yeah. her end of the bargain, they just said, oh, we're just going to kill her and stuff. Well, they so. okay, to be fair, they didn't just say. W- Waverly decided well, this is the only way. Well, true. Waverly did. This happens. They were yeah. trying to, like, get out of the contract they, they had set up. Which she totally foreshadowed when she said. I don't know what I'm capable of when I get angry. I don't really know. Yeah. And we found out. Yeah. 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 So, but I, again, man was bad people. She had bad mo- motivations for setting that deal. So sure. I don't fault him. Obviously I don't want doc to die, but yeah, you're right. Man made Nicole, a deal. And then instead of holding up went back on in, um, the, the one thing that every character on the show has in common is that they've all made really bad decisions yes. <laughs> yes. and they've done, done some pretty horrible things. I mean, you know, Doc, you know, in the very first season, first couple episodes, he drags Eli out of the, the Ghost River Triangle and he, you know, essentially yeah. to his death because Bobo wants him to. Well, when they're um, lying, Nicole had to Doc, like I, basically you're broken like me. So yeah, I like you. Exactly. You know, so we've all made tough choices and mistakes. I did have another thought, a question please. that I had. When Nicole is in Billy, and at the end, before Waverly leaves, he says, We are many. Mm-hmm. And Nicole pops out of him and says, How many? They never really followed up. You're right. What's going on with that? How many are there? And he saw, is he talking about Clanton's, ghosts of Clanton's? 
Let's, um, first, let's just clear that up. When Nicole is in Billy. Okay. She's referring to it. Nicole. Ghost Nicole. Saw was in Ghost <laughs> Billy down in the basement. Uh, at thank Jordy's. you for clarifying. All right, Prevert. That's what I meant. <laughs> Ghost Nicole has. Well, I had to think about Billy. it too for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was, who's the mini? Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, we've only seen really four Clantons, I guess, with Ma'am, Cleo, Holt. And Billy, Billy. Mm-hmm. and then well, he's like, "We are many." That when was they mentioned clear. the ancestors, right? Yeah, yeah. The ancestors. Are they, they going to show up? up? I have a feeling they will. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, we'll see in twenty twenty one. Um, we have a little bit of ways to go. Oh, one more, one more note that I would like to yeah, make. Please, the scene where Winona is after the what the false out of fuck is this kind of thing and then the music's <laughs> yes. playing and she's basically demanding that peacemaker show up because they got a job to do i'm marking it down i think that is my favorite winona scene that they've ever done it's a great one that was a great i love that scene i watched it again and it, i gotta say it was more epic on a big screen but <laughs> i love that scene i love everything about that scene i think yeah. that was my top winona scene that they've done that's awesome um i mean yeah as far as the first six episodes of four go action-packed a lot of shit happens, and I think it's just an example. It really just shows how good these actors are. Oh, yeah. I mean, Melanie Scrifano always delivers. Cat Burrell stole the up ep- stole stole almost every episode. Like she, they gave her so much to do this this half season, and it's really incredible that she she stepped up and uh, she nailed everything. You know, it makes me sad though. What's that? You know, when they go back, I, I don't know if there's going to be as much sexy time. Since they can't, you know, I don't know. What do you think? They'll test them. They'll test them. You think I, that they'll still go for it like they did in episode two? <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever get a, uh, anything like episode two again. Mm-mm. The stairs. I don't think we're going back to the stairs. <laughs> but I, I think okay. there'll be some sexy time. I think there'll be okay. some smooching. Because they, smooching. you know, they, they they took precautions. They quarantined together as a cast, essentially. Okay. And, uh, yeah, no. Good. I think I there'll be... And even so... You know, because I watch every bit of interviews and everything that that Cat Braille does for research purposes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she talked about being back. I think it was during one of the conventions, uh, online conventions. She was talking about being back on set, and she thought it was really funny because a second prior, her and Waverly, her and I should say Dominique, were <laughs> making out, and then they're like, "Oh no, you guys got to ride back in separate vans because of COVID." They're like, "We were just." <laughs> Making wow. Uh, so I think we'll, we'll get at least some smooching. Okay. Hold me to that. I think we're getting a wedding, guys. I think, you know, last mm. episode of the season, I think there's mm-hmm. a way hot wedding. I feel yeah. like they need to just in case. Agreed. You know, I feel like I, unless they know something or hear something before they're done with the season, they're going to well, have to make it be able to end the show. They have, they a, they have need a week. To. They have a week to find out. We're going into the last week of filming. Oh, well, never mind mm. then. <laughs> I it. hope they... Well... Never know. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, shows like this, you you gotta give them warning. You can't just make them end every season like they may not come back. There's you gotta be able to let them do what they need to do creatively. I, I hate that. I hate it when real life interferes with the creative vision. Same. Looking at you, CBS. <laughs> not better. Hey, listen, CBS. Big fan of CBS. <laughs> love, 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 the, I love concur, their work. Just saying. We love- <laughs> Back in the day, it, well, okay, it, it, something's right, but no, no, no. Listen, you're entitled to your opinion. They did you? They did you dirty? Oh, just one time. 
Okay. One time. But then they did some <laughs> things right, so I can't totally hate them. But anyway. All right. I'm just I saying, mean, it stands. Let them do their show. Give them, give them notice. No disagreement, I think, here. Uh, and that's kind of it. I mean, listen, yeah. guys, we're going to find excuses to talk about this show for the next four some odd months. So, Yeah, we will. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll keep coming back to Purgatory. I'm going to try to get you some, some fun people that we, that we might talk with, too. We're going to try. Yep. Just know that we are always efforting. Yes. Guess <laughs> Effort. Efforting. Oh, that's one of those words that's not real, Cat. <laughs> one of those TV words that doesn't exist. But Basically okay. what I'm saying. I ah. Well, <laughs> well, before we wrap up the episode, yeah. I have I have some other viewer comments. Oh, great. One, one first cat is for me. Oh, boy. And I... <laughs> I want to apologize for for jumping in there. I oh, mean, just please, come on, just stop it. You're the best, and <laughs> I was so excited to talk about Mary's deep book. And honestly, uh-huh. I was having already forgetting part of the rules that I was trying to put out there, and I I had to say it. Then I apologize, Tara. It's unnecessary, but I accept your apology. Okay, thank you. <laughs> kind of thing that happens when tara drinks weird vegetable smoothies <laughs> i wine. did have my veg this is what vitamins and minerals yes yeah, i mean i get so wine. excited yeah <laughs> <laughs> i need to chill slow my roll <laughs> but we also got a comment from alex in san francisco good hmm. friend of the snop and nice. she said great job with the lucy interview loved it hmm. but i am lodging a formal complaint uh-oh. About your Star Trek comments. Oh, no. She is a Trekkie. Mm. She did not appreciate last week when we were speaking with Lucy Lawless uh, that when she asked, you know, what's Star Trek versus Star Wars? What, what makes the fans different yeah. from each other, no, right? No. Sorry. And, and we went a little, you know, I think we mentioned Star Trek being a little brainier. I don't remember the exact words, but yeah. anyway, she says she's going to lodge the complaint with the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> okay, so oh, I no. we apologize if we offended anyone with our opinion. I do love Star Trek, and I appreciate for what it is. We're just asked which one we prefer by Lucy Lawless. Like by what are Lucy we gonna Lawless. say? What are you gonna say? Right, you got to be decisive. You got to be ambitious. Yeah, because she even kind of called this out too. Like she did. We're like, well, you know, we were both like, well, it's our opinion. She's like, God, everybody's so afraid of offending people. <laughs> like, yeah, Lucy, we are. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes. But thank you, Alex, for calling us out. Sorry, Alex. Yeah, thank Sorry you for about calling that. us out. Sorry Please about that. lodge your complaint. <laughs> we take all complaints seriously here. We do. Uh, yeah, but don't forget if you want to enter to win that free Mary D book. <laughs> Zena, their courage changed our world. It's simple. Very you go simple. on Super one of the simple. social media platforms, Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook. <laughs> We're going to put a, a post up there. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, yeah. well, it takes me five minutes to explain it. <laughs> I know that. Where can they write for a list of the rules? And We're going to post a rule. Very clear. The rules, yes. regulations. You got to reply to our tweet and say why you love Zena and retweet and reshare or repost the tweet itself. Nailed so it. you're going to make it this obvious, right? The tweet that they're, you're referring to will be about the book, correct? Will be about the book specifically. Okay. Yes. With the, with again, these rules put into writing, <laughs> not, um, you know, rambling. 
So Listen, okay. this, this contest sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Sounds like so and much the fun. people that follow the rules are the people that will be entered to win, and maybe hmm. will they'll be chosen by us randomly. We're gonna put everybody in a in a yes. cap or something. We'll find something fun to put it in. Yes, we'll videotape it so you all can see, and then maybe Renee O'Connor maybe. will read your not name out. Maybe I we not talk to Renee about this, but we'll try I, I just like for to, you. I'd like to ask a question, Tara. If all if all the of all the uh, the Harry Potter houses, who who which house usually follows the rules the best? If you're gonna say one house in particular over another in particular, who would you who who would you say maybe follows the rules the best? I didn't know your voice could hit that octave. <laughs> Ravenclaw. Oh come on! <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> Slytherins, don't be trying any funny business. Oh boy. Mm. Yeah. But All please right. enter. We'd love to hear why you love Xena. Yeah. And get you that that book. It's a great book. But uh yep. Yeah, that's that's all I have. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Where can they find us on Twitter? At Snop Oddcast with one D. And on Instagram and Facebook at She Nerds Out Podcast. And you can send us an email to SheNerdsOut at gmail.com. We'd love to get your emails. It really makes our day. So thank you, everybody. Keep those coming. And if you could do us all a favor, if you could go over to Apple Podcasts and iTunes or whatever they're calling it now, um, <laughs> subscribe to this podcast. Leave us a review. It really does help us in those ratings, especially in Bulgaria and Portugal. Uh, <laughs> but it helps us and you know, eventually will lead to us getting even bigger guests. So if you can, yes. if you could do your part to help help the snop continue snopping into you know whatever time of year we're going into it. It feels like a hellscape outside, but um, <laughs> we'd appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, snop merchandise to come. Yes, we'll tell oh, you we, when we have some good idea. We have some really good ideas. It's gonna be fun. All right, and thank you to Apollonia and everybody who wrote us thank this you. week. Thank yes. you. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate it. We'll On that note, she nerds. I She nerds out. We're girls that like girls that like dirty things.